Welcome back, everybody. It is a Friday. It is 11.15 a.m. Eastern time, which means Pick and Roll is back for another edition of NBA betting. I'm in a different spot today. I'm in office today running the show here. My name is Jacob Gramenia. You can find me on Twitter, also on YouTube at Amateur Sports. I'm joined, as always, by Pips NBA, and we've got three picks for you guys today and a little bit of discussion today because the Los Angeles Lakers... They have not won a game yet this season. They are 0-4. LeBron James and Anthony Davis play on this team. They're playing against the Timberwolves tonight, and I think they are going to lose again. Pips, what have been your thoughts on the Lakers so far this season? So my biggest concern about them before the season started was their spacing. (laughs) And yeah, that was so obvious. I I don't know how they thought it would work. Uh, And we saw like, from 25 every night from the three-point line and it's not only about poor shooting I mean they, with their poor shooting teams are leaving them wide open and they stuck the players in the paint to protect drives from LeBron and Davis and yeah they just I don't see how it can work for them without getting a good shooter yeah, and it looked and, like in the offseason, it looked like Buddy Heald, Miles Turner were potential candidates for trade. They held on to those two first-round picks in 27-29, decided to hold what they have, and uh, the whole world knew it wasn't going to work. But yeah. uh, please continue. And there also were like trade talks about Bojan Bogdanovic, my guy who is like mm-hmm. great shooter. He's like scoring 23 points a game in Pistons with Pistons, and he could help them a lot, and they didn't want to give a first-round pick for him, and that was crazy to me, and when they didn't do that, I I, just, I knew it wouldn't work, but I didn't know they would be this bad. So, yeah. On, on one but, hand, for the Lakers, you know, you, you've already lost so many of your assets, your picks and everything. Those are your only two left, 27, 29, uh, 2027, 2029 picks is what I'm alluding to here. I get you want to keep a hold of them because eventually LeBron's going to leave. AD might leave at some point, but you have them on your team. I think you owe it, especially to LeBron James, to try to put the best team possible around him. Yeah, completely agree. And I mean, you can trade those picks and try to get something. And if it doesn't work, you can always trade Davis or LeBron and get those picks back. So yes, it doesn't make any sense. Every team does it. They trade away a bunch of picks to get the piece that, in theory, puts them over the top. Doesn't work out. Then you trade that guy and you get all your picks back. That's yeah, just exactly. the cycle of the modern NBA. So I think uh, that's the way forward for the Lakers. I mean, we'll see if they commit to anything. But they got to do something, especially if they slip to mm-hmm. 0-5 tonight. But we're going to move on. We're going to recap yesterday's pick. One pick yesterday, we had the same game parlay, Desmond Bain over on points, which no sweat. I mean, he was lighting it up. He had an absolutely fantastic game, but we tried to be conservative a little bit, go a little bit under, a little bit lower on the point total and add in De'Aaron Fox over four and a half assists. De'Aaron Fox is the one who lets us down here. Zero assists at halftime, only two in the game, but Pips, uh, I think that game script wise, I think we had a tough beat here. What did you think from watching yeah. Yeah, I mean, Kings had like almost 30 assists as a team and Fox had the ball almost entire game, like 80 touches and 11 potential assists and they just keep missing on his shots. Or the guy will go like straight line to the 
layup or something and they'll get fouled or they'll miss a layup or something and yeah that's just was the variant thing and can't do much about it i think that bet was great initially i expected more blitzes on folks but it is what it is yeah and and when you make that one pick you're really banking on just that one so that's why today we've actually gone a little bit we're gonna we're gonna try to escape some of that we had uh, not the best week we track all our picks here and we're transparent but three picks today hoping to yep. eliminate some of that you ready to move on into those official pits pick section yeah let's go okay. okay so for starters we have the cleveland cavaliers who are visiting the boston celtics boston turmoil in the offseason still one of the best teams in the nba some people's picks to win the championship facing against an ascending Cavs team now part of the reason why the celtics maybe were so good last year, at least the player likes to think so, is Marcus Smart, and he has a lot of belief in his ability. Pips today, not a ton of belief in Marcus Smart's ability, and I think a lot of people may share that sentiment after watching him so far this season. So first official pick, what do we have in play here? We have Marcus Smart under 16.5 points and rebounds combined. It's minus 115 at DraftKings and Caesars. So, Mark Smart under this line for three games in a row with only 13, 8, and 12 points and rebounds combined. So, that's way below this line. And this graph shows uh, Marcus Smart playing under 37 minutes. So, we can exclude uh, playoff big minutes uh, from this. And we added a bit more. so this is when he play when he's playing 25 to 36 minutes and he's projected to play 34 minutes tonight as we can see he uh, went over this line only 19 games and his average it was 14.2 which is way below this number and with him sh- shooting even worse this season he was 32% from the three last season and that was terrible and this season, he's down to 22% from the three. Uh, the only game when, where he gone over this line was the first game of the season with the, with the Sixers. And he had 17, uh, went over by one. And he shot eight free throws in that game. Mm-hmm. And over the next three games, he shot only one free throw. So I think that was just a variance thing. And yeah. Yeah. And just looking at Marcus Smart, his game so far this season, uh, he hasn't really played up to, he's played a little bit under expectations. I don't have high expectations for Marcus Smart, but Malcolm Brogdon is there now. I think it was obvious to a lot of people that Brogdon was the better point guard. They're bringing Brogdon off the bench, but I think we're going to get to a reality that when this Celtics team is fully healthy, Marcus Smart is not going to be the closing point guard for this team. That could change based off matchups, maybe especially against a Cavs team with two dynamic guards and, in uh, yeah. Garland and Mitchell, but Brogdon, I think, is the better guard and should be getting more of the playtime, and that could also play into this line here, maybe as the coaching staff there perhaps recognize that. An additional point of, to this bet is they're playing Cleveland Cavaliers, so without Garland, when they start a quarter, they're probably the best defense in the league, or at least top five. They have one of the best point of attack defenders in Okoro. They have Mobley as a help defender and Jared Allen as a, as a rim protector. Without Garant, they play slow, and I just don't see it to in this game for Smart. Yeah, and defensively, um, 
I, I don't want to bash on Okoro too much, but like defensively, you don't have to worry. If you're on defense, you don't have to worry about Okoro. This guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'll leave it at that. I'll be polite and I will leave it at that. And we will yeah. leave the game at that as well. Let's move into our second pick here. And I saw this one made me cringe a little bit when, when you uh, sent, sent in this pick because we are going to the Sixers Raptors game and we have a Sixers player on the over. Uh, I, of course, a Raptors fan. Don't like to see it, but I completely recognize why you did pick this line. I, I'll actually I'll actually start off here. We talked a little bit about a pregame, but uh, Pips' second pick is Tyrese Maxey over 18.5 points. You can get that at minus 109 at Caesars Sportsbook. And you know, I'm watching the Raptors every game. I'm, I'm sure Pips has been watching them quite a bit. I watched them in the playoffs against the Sixers last game. I said, so I, I do live streams for these games on my YouTube channel. And what I said before the game when the Raptors played the Sixers was, I'm more afraid of Tyrese Maxey than James Harden because Fred Van Vliet is an excellent defender. But he really struggles with point guards who are super quick and have the quick first step. And that is exactly what we have here in Tyrese Maxey. What are your thoughts on this pick? So my initial thoughts are exactly what you said. Fred Van Fleet is struggling with the quick guys. Maxey will score a lot of points through the transition. The Raptors are going big and they are too slow to catch Maxey. They are also overhelping like that's typical nurse defense they are overhelping on the drives on the nail so i think maxi will have like a three at least three to four wide open trees he also had very more confidence in the last game with the raptors where he scored 31 points so he's playing raptors two days after he scored other other scored 31 points so this is way way above this line i expected the line to be a little higher he played for 43 and a half minutes in that game, in a regular season game. So Doc Rivers is really just pushing the team. They, they need to win or he'll get fired. They are 1-4. So this is a very important game, and I expect Maxi to play 40-plus minutes again. I mean, they are double-teaming Harden when he is on the drives. They are double-teaming Embiid in, when he Triple gets lost up. <laughs> so a lot of open space for Maxi. And they actually need him to win. He scored 31 points in the last game, and they lost. So, mm-hmm. Maxi should be down for a great, great scoring night. Yeah, it could be a high-scoring game. Sixers, we talked about it yesterday. Um, defense, they don't try, so it's not good. Offense, they could put up a bunch of points. Like, Embiid at 31, Maxi at 31 last game, and they still lose by 10 points and were never even in the game at all in the second half. The lowest the deficit was at any point was six points. So, um, yep. from a Raptors perspective, we always struggle with Maxi. I mean, the trends, they're not going to be huge on this, but Van Vliet, the matchup doesn't defend well against players like Maxi. So, yeah, you know, one also interesting thing is that Maxi is playing 35 plus minutes. And as I said, he is expected to play 40 tonight. He cleared this line in 75% of the games last season. So I expect him to that trend to continue. So Maxi over 18 and a half points against the Raptors. He can hit that. The Raptors might still, I think the Raptors still win. So we'll see. Yeah. Let's move into the final pick. We have the Hornets. We have another same game parlay here. The Hornets visiting the Orlando Magic. And again, same game parlay here. Pips, take it away from here. So we have Banquero scoring 20 plus points and Kelly Uber scoring 15 plus points combined for 
minus 170 at FanDuel. So I'll just start with saying that Bankero is playing out of this world. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's just unbelievable. He scored 20 plus games in all of the games this season, and he had a really tough games. Like, he scored 23 points against Boston, then 21 against the Knicks, and they are like the best paint defense in the league. And he scores all his points from the paint, and he still managed to go over. And the last one is the similar thing with Cleveland. He scored 29. Like, mm-hmm. one of the best defensive teams in the league, and he scores 29 points as a rookie. Like, that's unbelievable. But they're and, only five. <laughs> yeah. And, and against Evan Mobley. I mean, like, he's like all defensive guy. Very impressive. Yeah. yeah. And now he's getting the easiest matchup for the season so far. He's playing against the Hornets, who allow the fifth most attempts at the rim. And fifth most free throw attempts a game, and Bankero is scoring like 80% of his points at the rim or from the free throw line. So that's a great matchup for him. And the other part is Ubre. Uh, we have, he's like playing without Terry Razier, Lamelo Ball, Bridges. And he cleared this line in four out of the five games this season. And the only game where he stayed under this line was against the Spurs. He scored 13 points while playing only 22 minutes. And now without Rozier, he's probably playing 32 plus minutes. And can you show the graph of of his last season season overs? Yeah, uh, this is ridiculous. Like, this is the graph of Ubrez when playing 28 plus minutes. He cleared this line in 90% of the games. So, and that doesn't even include the games where Bridges, Lamelo, and Rosier were missing. That's most of the games with them on the floor. So, yeah, his usage is going to be crazy. He's like a guy who will shoot like 20 times a night without hesitating, even if he misses first 15 shots. So, the volume will be there. And with this guy missing and playing the not so great magic defense. They actually don't care about playing defense. I think Dubra should be easy to score almost 20 points. Yeah, or Orlando, because, you know, we're talking about Bancaro, how good he's been. And I piped in and said they haven't won a game. The reason they haven't won a game because their defense is so bad. Uh, from the Hornets' perspective, how many years do we need to say that this team needs an actual center? They still don't have one. They still can't defend the rim. Yep. Ubre can feast on that, and just the usage is going to be there. Usage will be there. Volume will be there. We just need Ubre to hit his shots here. Bancaro just needs to continue doing what he's doing. The Orlando Magic are going to lose a bunch of games, but they are going to have some fun doing it. It was very strange. remember leading up to the draft with Bancaro because the common consensus was it was going to be Smith, Holmgren, and then it would go to Bancaro at number three. And then in the days leading up to the draft, Bancaro went from plus 2,200 or so to go first overall, started moving. I got in at plus 1,200, which ended up being an excellent bet, went all yeah. the way down to Bancaro being favored to go first overall because Orlando had a change of heart after seeing him play, and we are now really, really understanding why because Bancaro yeah. looks like, I know it's early, but he looks like the real deal. So yeah. 20 points. And I was very disappointed with that because my Houston Rockets the Houston had the third Rockets. pick, and I was like, please, God. Let's get Bancaro and yeah, 
was a bit of disappointed. I mean, Jabari Smith is a great player, but Bunker is just another level. I've always felt Jabari Smith is going to be the product of playing with other good players, whereas yep. Bancaro, to me, is going to be the number one, one guy team. on a yeah. team. And Orlando recognized that. I, I, You know what? Leading up to draft, I'm like, man, if Houston can get Bancaro at three, that'll be an absolute yeah. steal. But yeah. uh, Orlando, I guess, came to the census here. But that'll wrap it up here. Let's go through all of the picks just one more time. Just to recap for you guys, we have a lot of the action here. Cavs at the Celtics. Marcus Smart. Under 16.5 points and rebounds combined, minus 115 at DraftKings or Caesars. We have the graph to explain why. And Marcus Smart, we're confident here. 76 at Raptors. Tyrese Maxey against the slower-paced Raptors defense, over 18.5 points, minus 109 at Caesars. And finally, we go to... Sorry, I lost my clicker here. Here we go. Uh, sorry about that. Hornets at Magic. Ubre over 14.5. Same game parlay with Bankero over 19.5. Both of them on the points. Minus 117 at FanDuel. Ubre, when he gets the minutes, when he gets the usage, he blasts that line at 14.5. So we like our spot here. And we hope you like the spots as well. That has been Pick and Roll. I am Jacob. You can follow me on Twitter at Jacob Grania. This is Pips. You can follow him on Twitter at PipsNBA. You can also check me out at YouTube on Amateur Sports for Raptors coverage and analysis. And we're back every weekday. We're going to take the weekend off. Hopefully get some winners here to enjoy over the weekend. And we go live every weekday morning, Eastern Time, 11.15 a.m. We hope to see you here on Monday for more from Pick and Roll, powered by The Hammer betting network.